Welcome to the Private Practice with Soul podcast. My name is Dr. Brooklyn Storm and I help private practice owners align their business back with their soul's calling, with their big vision and with their soul's purpose. Unlike other private practice coaches, I've traveled the world in search of spiritual resources, spiritual tools, education and information so that you can have the transformation that your soul desires and needs so that you can up-level your business. How much fun is this? I love it so much. Guys, if you're not already a member of the Private Practice Monthly Mentorship Group, please check out the show notes. I would love for you to be there. In the meantime, thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's begin. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Private Practice with Soul podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Brooklyn Storm. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, Thank you for pushing play on another episode, everyone. I'm so pleased that you're here. Uh, Today is going to sound a little left of center, but you know, that's how we roll here at the Private Practice with Soul podcast. But my intention is to help you gain insight or a different perspective of looking at difficult situations in your private practice so that you can be strong enough and brave enough and courageous enough and you know have the wisdom to be able to recognize traps that you may be falling into uh, so that you can pull yourself out of them in a way that can feel really aligned for you. So The reason that I wanted to share this with you was two things. First of all, I love reading anything by Megan Waterson at the moment. And uh, I have delved, delved, yes, back into her book called Mary Magdalene Revealed. And you know what, even if you're not religious, uh, this is such an interesting book. She is a feminist theologian and she talks in this particular text about a sacred text. It's actually the Gospel of Mary, which was found, um, oh, it's very ancient. Hang on, if you can hear some background noise, that's Gay roughing up his bed. He's just turning around in three circles and sitting down. Good boy. <laughs> um, okay, and she goes on to explain that this gospel was lost or hidden or something like that. I don't know. There are three copies apparently. Uh, one is that at the Nag Hammadi Library in Egypt. I think it's in Cairo uh, because it was found there. Another script was also found at an antique market in Cairo. I know it's very Arabian Nights, isn't it? I love it so much. Um And that's now, that was then purchased by someone, um, a German man, I understand, and it's now uh, available. You can go and look at it in the library in Berlin, in Germany. And I'm not sure where the third copy is. But anyway, the interesting thing about this sacred text or the Gospel of Mary uh, Magdalene is that Um, well a few things the first four pages have been torn out of it and can't be found anywhere in any of the copies which is really interesting because that's where she talks about um, some of the techniques and tools that Christ gave her for um, you know going within so his whole thing or according to the gospel of Mary and I'm not going to do this any justice and you should absolutely go and read more if you're interested from an academic perspective in this but um 
it's my understanding that, you know, at the end of the day, I think he taught her about how to go within and um, what what that means is he taught her how to connect with her. Now, they don't call it soul or higher self or anything, but um, he taught her how to go into her heart. So it was like the further in you go, the further up you go, meaning the, the more you can connect in with your heart and the wisdom of your heart, the more connected you become, you know, to the other powers like the divine. The other thing that was really interesting in that book too was this idea of um, anthropos and, and anthropos is the Greek word for human, but its um, root form actually means uh, perfectly half human, perfectly half divine or perfectly half human, perfectly um, half soul. So that was really interesting as well because this whole idea of um you know what it means to be human is discussed in Mary's gospel. But one of the things that I wanted to share with you from her gospel today was she talks about the seven powers of the ego. So um I'm going to relate this to private practice and how you can overcome difficult situations with this new knowledge. <laughs> But first of all, there are some other random little bits from the book that you might find really interesting to know. For example, um, oh, what was I going to say? There was at the at the time there was this Roman caste system, you know, and everybody you were either a slave or you weren't. And as the Romans kept dividing and conquering, they would get more land and they would spread out and then they would bring back more people to be more slaves. And what ended up happening was um, there became this sort of division, obviously, and we had this ranking and women were on the same level as dogs, right? So the idea to say the disciples that this is going somewhere, don't worry. The idea to the disciples like Peter and Thomas and stuff like that, um, that Jesus or Christ could have given Mary some secret knowledge and not them was just like, no, this is not happening. Uh, of course, he didn't give her any secret knowledge. Why would he tell her these higher learnings and not us when she's like a woman? She's like as low as a dog. Um, and anyway, apparently somebody comes to Mary's defense there and, you know, um, I don't remember who it is, but comes to her defense and says, well, listen, if he's told her the stuff, let's all give her the benefit of the doubt and listen to the stuff. And so she sits down and um, shares all the stuff. And one of the things that she shares with them is this seven powers of the ego. And it's partly by processing the seven powers of the ego that she's then able to not only for herself, but teach them um, what's been hidden from them all along. And some of the seven powers, well, actually, I have them all here. The, the first form is darkness. The second form is desire. The third is ignorance. The fourth is a zeal for death. Uh, the fifth is the kingdom of the flesh. The sixth is the wisdom of the flesh that's foolish. The seventh is the wisdom of the wrathful person. Um, so these are the seven egoic powers. And um, 
what Christ did was he actually helped Mary to process each one of these powers uh, for herself and in day-to-day life. And it was by um, her being able to recognize when ego was sort of moving in the way, because you have to remember ego is binding, right? Ego binds onto situations, it binds onto things. So like if you're in your private practice and you have a problem with a client, your ego is going to latch onto that problem with the client and it's going to feel some of those things. Maybe it's going to feel darkness. Maybe it's going to feel a desire to do something or not. Maybe the third is, um, you know, it's going to feel ignorance about something or do you know what I mean? Um, or maybe it's going to feel like, you know, you can't let this go. You're going to be like a dog with a bone with this particular issue that's presented to you in your private practice. Um, so that's what we mean by, or that's what, um, Mary means when she's talking about the ego being binding, but the soul isn't. So the soul is, you know, everywhere and it can see everything and it sees everything through love okay and it sees everything through well it defines also love as mercy and so anyway I think if we understand that um, ego binds soul doesn't like soul isn't attached to anything ego attaches onto situations and people and problems and people who don't pay their bills and and people who you might have a challenge with in a team member or something like that soul doesn't do that and um, ego isn't reflective so ego doesn't um, see itself it doesn't see what it's doing because it's so fixated on the action that it's taking so for example if you have a problem with um, maybe it's a third party biller and you're trying to get your payment from them, your ego is going to be so fixated on getting that payment, uh, it's going to be at the exclusion of other things. Um, whereas, and it, it doesn't even recognize that it's doing that. It's just so attached to that situation. It's almost consuming in a way, um, and not consuming in terms of, you're not thinking about it when you're in direct client therapy sessions, but you're probably thinking about it in between sessions or every time you open your email or something like that, right? You're thinking, oh, now I've got to chase down this person for money again. And now I've got to do this. And now I've got to do that. And everything feels really burdensome and heavy. And you start to lose sight of what the issue is. Um, Or maybe it's somebody asking you for a report or something like that, you know, and then they keep adding to that report or something. Um, I'm just giving you some examples here from my life. Um, maybe um, understanding that it's going to be like the way the way out of it is going to be by going in and up. So further in and further up. So further in uh, means you need to be able to find a way of meaningfully supporting yourself from within. And that's going to feel counterintuitive to what you really want to do because your natural inclination is going to be to, well, it's going to be fight, it's going to be flight, it's going to be getting revenge, it's going to be making somebody pay for what they've done or not done or whatever it is that your ego is all caught up in with this wrong thing that you feel shouldn't be happening in the practice. Um, So it's going to feel counterintuitive to that. And so what I would 
encourage you to do is when you're feeling like there's a problem at work, maybe you're having a problem with a staff member that you're trying to performance manage and it's just it's going nowhere, right? You're just going round and round in circles and you're starting to realize you're thinking about it a lot, that it could be that you're acting from a place of ego, which there's nothing wrong with. But what's going to happen is if you stay in that ego state, you are going to perpetuate this feeling of angst, this feeling of frustration or irritability or anger or whatever it is that you're that is coming up for you around that situation. You're just going to perpetuate that and you're going to make it hard for yourself. It's going to affect your sleep. It's going to affect your relationships. It's going to affect, you know, your ability to concentrate, to focus, to get other stuff done done on and in your private practice. Um, and so this is why I'm saying you need to be intentional. You need to make a conscious choice and a conscious effort to move away from any of those environmental triggers like your laptop or your iPhone or your office or wherever it is that is associated with the challenge that you're experiencing. So maybe you want to go out in nature, maybe you want to sit outside with a cup of tea or water or something like that. Maybe you want to take your journal out there and maybe you want to do something called, now I think it's referred to as, and I have spoken about this on another podcast, um, I think it's referred to as uh, the three soul breaths. Now the three soul breaths is an ancient monastic practice um the first breath you draw in and you go within okay so that's what you do on the first inhale (sighs) exhale we're just taking that breath and we're dropping into the heart space we're just connecting there we're, we're dropping in the second soul breath is just another big breath and we actually connect Okay, so the first one is we go in, the second one is we connect. And then that third soul breath, we're going to ask for the wisdom or we're going to listen for the guidance or whatever it is. And so that's where you can ask your question, um, what's my intention with this? What what needs to happen? What's my next right action? What am I not seeing here? Um, any of those sorts of questions that are going to open you up. And all you're going to do is you're just going to sit there and you're just going to wait until you can... Um, receive the answer and you know what you could get it straight away like for me I I'm just super lucky I think Um, I need to make this more a daily practice this going within because I do believe so much like I've built my business on the idea that the answers are within and I trademarked the the tagline you know your business success comes from the inside out because I believe it so much but even I still need to make this a daily practice of going within now in saying that I do I am somebody who gets her answers quite quickly however there are other people that I work with that I teach this technique to that take a little bit longer like you might have your eyes closed if you're doing a closed eye um, meditation of the three soul breaths Um, or you can do an open eye meditation that's totally fine with the three soul breaths now you might not get anything for five minutes or ten minutes that's okay it doesn't mean that it's not coming Uh, it will come just keep an eye out or an ear out or a sense out because that answer is going to present itself that next right 
aligned action is going to present itself to you. Okay, um, and it could come in any form. Maybe it's a symbol. Maybe you hear a song on the radio when you're driving home that night, or maybe you see something on your Instagram feed that just really resonates with you. Whatever it is, trust that it's going to present itself in a way that's easy for you to recognize as being the right next aligned action for you to take. So the reason that I'm sharing this with you today is because working in private practice, you know, I 100% advocate and believe that it gets to be easy, but let's not delude ourselves. Um, there are also going to be times in your business where you get challenged, where you um experience self-doubt, you know, and your default may be to look outside for reassurance, to look outside for support, to go to your supervisor, which there's nothing wrong with, of course, but you might want to go to your supervisor. Then you might want to go in the Facebook group. Then you might want to go and talk to this person. Then you might want to go and talk to that. And so you're going to arm yourself because you're operating from ego, from fear. So you're going to go and arm yourself with all of this extra stuff on the outside. But I want you to know that's a default that so many of us have that we don't even consciously think about at the time because we're in self-preservation mode what I want you to be able to do is remember uh, this podcast so absolutely download it and save it because this is going to save your butt when you're in a pickle with your practice and you're feeling so stressed and you don't know where to go for help you are the help trust yourself that guidance that you've got is going to make things so much easier for you okay like think about for example if you are trying to um i don't know resolve a challenge with a client ask yourself is this like what's my intention here why am i pushing this you know obviously we're butting up this client and i we're we're butting heads now what's my intention here what what outcome do I really want? Why am I pursuing it this way? Um, and just allow yourself to see whether this is coming from an egoic place or whether it's coming from a heart-centered place because you are creating a private practice with your soul. So what would be a soul-driven response to what's going on at the moment, you know? Um, and allowing yourself to take that step back. And guess what? There's nothing to fear when you connect within, right? Because as you know, the further in, the further up, the further in you go, the more connected, connection and connected you're going to be to that source energy, to that divine energy, to that God energy, to whatever verbiage you feel comfortable using for you. And there's nothing ever, 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 ever bad for you in that energy. There's only love and there's only grace and there's only mercy, right? So when you're connecting with that energy, what's going to happen is you will get a response that's right for you, that's got the right, the next right aligned action for you to take. And that might be to let it go. And do you know what? When you get that guidance, for example, if your guidance is to let it go, your ego is going to go and go, no, but that's not fair. And they're not learning the thing that I want them to learn. And, you know, if I let that go, then that means they're getting away with it or whatever it is. Recognize that's your ego. 
and you get you get to choose do you want to stay in that energy there or do you want to not be the bigger person but do you want to actually do what you set out to do which was to create this private practice from a soul space and that means every part of your practice has to be an extension an embodiment a representation in 3d form of if you like of your soul's purpose okay so is it your soul's purpose to stay engaged in an ongoing battle with somebody is it your soul's purpose to not pay your bill is it your soul's purpose to have conflict is it your soul's purpose to do you know what I mean think about anything that you're struggling with in your private practice so just to recap again and give you that soul breath meditation so you can use it the first breath is to go in the second breath is to connect with your heart and the third breath is to ask for that guidance ask for the guidance and you will get that guidance either immediately later that day or in the next few days and you will know when it comes because it's going to give you some kind of energetic jolt it's going to make you say oh um why is that standing out for me today I've seen that plant 10 million times but today that plant really is jumping out at me it's really caught my attention what do I why Or, you know, what is it about this that's caught my attention? Or I just feel drawn to use my cards today. Or I just feel drawn to clear my diary today and and go out in nature or sit by the beach and do some journaling or some meditation. Like just allow yourself to receive that guidance and act from that space. So this is... A very, 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 very simple, as I said, it's a very simple practice, but it's a very powerful practice. As I said before, it's an ancient monastic practice. It's still used today um, across disciplines from Christianity to Buddhism to spirituality. Um, We call the three soul breath meditation different things. Um, Gabby Bernstein has a version of the soul breath meditation that I think she derived or created from um, the work that she's done in um, or with rather uh, Course in Miracles. So everybody's got a version of it. You might just know it by a different name. That's fine. But the point of what I wanted to share with you today is when it feels hard in private practice I want you to allow yourself to recognize that this is hard it's feeling hard because you're in your ego mindset the way for it to feel less hard is to drop back down into your heart and you have the technique to be able to do that now so I hope that this really helps you um, in creating a private practice that's you know crafted and um, created through your soul's energy and allows you to do your soul's work Uh, as I mentioned before the book that I was referencing was called uh, Mary Magdalene Revealed and it's by Megan Waterson. She also created, for those of you who love cards, she also um, created the Divine Feminine Oracle deck. So you can jump onto Booktopia if you want free shipping um, and get it that way. But it's on Amazon and everything like that as well. I just use Booktopia for the free shipping. 
anyway, I hope that this resonated with you. I, but I would please, 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 please save this episode because trust me, even in the most well-intentioned practice, you are a human person, right? And you are going to experience um, egoistic fluctuations in terms of what you are attaching your energy to and what you're allowing energetically to attach itself to for you in your business. And I want you to have a tool that you can use, that you can go to, that you can resource and reference when you need it to be able to Um, shift this for you so that you can escape it in a way that feels more aligned and more connected than ever before. And of course, if you're listening to this and you are in a bind and you are in a pickle, um, do have a go with this. Um, And if you're needing extra support, reach out to me in either of our groups or reach out to me on email. I'll always get back to you. Okay. And I hope that this was super duper powerful and helpful. And I look forward to speaking with you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Private Practice with Soul podcast today. If you're looking for clarity, if you need help with branding, your processes and bringing everything into alignment with your soul's purpose for your private practice, head to the show notes and click the link for more information about the Private Practice Monthly Mentorship Group. You are going to love it. I can't wait to see you in there. Thanks so much for listening. Bye.